0: Welcome to the People of Packaging Podcast, brought to you by SpecRight. SpecRite wants you to envision a world without waste. Join the movement at specrite.com backslash PKG. Hey, that's right. It's another episode of the People of Packaging Podcast. I'm your host with the Holy Ghost, the Packaging Pastor, Adam Peak. You can find me on TikTok at Packaging Pastor or on LinkedIn. Just search for my name. Adam Peak wanted to talk real quickly about a new sponsor for our podcast Spark packaging. Are you sick and tired of the same positions at your plant constantly being open or just not being filled? Maybe your facility just isn't retaining talent due to not having dedicated recruitment support. If you need contract to hire support or you are looking to hire directly for industry professionals, Spark Packaging can help. Spark Packaging is the industry partner who provides all your recruitment and staffing needs. And, and basically, listen, We all know we need a lot of that right now. If you're one of those people hearing this and thinking, hey, wait a second, that's me. Then you can go to sparkpackaginginc.com backslash hiring. Once again, that's sparkpackaginginc.com backslash hiring and answer some of their questions. Once received, a Spark team member will reach out ASAP. And hey, if you get there, just tell them that I sent you. That would be awesome. Thanks so much, and let's get to this next episode. Hey, everybody! I am joined here all the way from uh, South Carolina. I just realized, actually, Dwayne, while we're recording this, is there is, is Hurricane Ian like on its way towards where you're at? I just, I'm like, I just realized that right when I said like I'm going to be joined. I'm joined by Dwayne Rainey from from uh, uh, Advanced Packaging all the way out in South Carolina, co-founder, all that's still true, but I'm like, oh my gosh, don't you have a hurricane that's headed your way? Yeah,
1: the roof actually just got ripped off the top here. No, we uh, we are fine. I'm actually in our Greenville facility right now, and, and oh, okay. it's been windy the past few days, a uh, couple of days, but other than wind, that's all we're seeing right now. However, our Charleston facility is, uh, as far as what's left of Ian, it's getting uh, the brunt of it right now, so wow. they're all working from home today. Uh, the facility is shut down, um, so they're they're dealing with it. the The best punch that Ian has to offer at the moment, as we speak.
0: Man, well, I don't normally timestamp podcasts because. They there there can tend to be a lag time, you know, six to eight weeks or something like that. But uh, whenever we do, it ensures that your podcast episode comes out pretty quickly (laughs) because I just had that thought. I was like, oh, my gosh, like at this very moment that we're recording it, as I was like tracking the storm and I saw that you were in Charleston, I was like, (laughs) geez, I didn't even think that you would be on a podcast. But that makes sense here in Greenville. Um, yep, yep.
1: I'm in the Greenville office. Well,
0: that's not a normal introduction to the podcast, but uh, I appreciate you um, letting letting me know. And you know, obviously, it's been a, it, it's been such a devastating hurricane through Florida, and now it's making its way up the East Coast. And you know, I'm uh my my handle on TikTok is Packaging Pastor, and that's not because it was just a liter an alliteration like I'm an actual like practicing. Christian minister. And so awesome. been praying, been praying for those folks, uh, keep praying for your team that, uh, hopefully we can, like we, like we have before, right? Like we're a resolute company or a resolute country. And we'll, uh, we'll rally and help Certainly. some people out and get through this. So, um, well, uh, it's it's hard to pivot from that into packaging, but we're just going to do it and we'll just make it a little, we'll make an awkward pivot. But uh, I'm joined, like I said, by, by Dwayne Rainey, and um, we're going to talk about his background uh, and what they're doing at Advanced Packaging, why they founded the company, and uh, why, obviously, Clemson is the premier packaging school in all of the world. So, Dwayne, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I would love it if you would introduce yourself to the audience here that's listening to this podcast. So a little bit of background, why packaging? Why did you choose to get into packaging? And, uh, and then maybe just a little bit on, on what your, what's, what prompted you to kind of start or, or at least own, I, don't, I, can't, I can't remember the details, if you started it or if you took it over, but you're, you're a co-owner now, so there's some level of ownership that happened with advanced packaging.
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, <clears throat> as far as why packaging, the, um, I guess fate more than anything, I went to Clemson as a computer science uh, major and a week into that, I realized it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be, and, and it wasn't a fit for me. So I went to the dean. I was like, "Look, I really don't know what I want to do uh, in life, but I know that this degree we're paying for, I want it to be good enough that I don't have to worry about finding a job, and I want the pay to be good." And uh, you know, and explained a few more things, and he was like, "Hey, you need to check out packaging." So I went, toured the toured the facility, uh, the department. In the lab and everything and uh, he sent me home with a video uh, said watch this and let me know what you think 30 seconds into the video it just made perfect sense the video started out with there are whatever number of manufacturers across the globe and, and it was some insane high number and and it said on average every one of these manufacturers use not one not two but three different packages to get their product from one point to another and currently, there are only seven programs in uh, in all universities throughout the world who focus on on this uh, this industry. And so, it just made sense. Like the demand is obviously very high for these people. So that's how I got into packaging in terms of the education. But after school, I actually didn't go straight into packaging. I went into construction because my uh, there was a family business that needed some support and help and uh, getting getting a new startup off the ground and fell in love with that, stayed in there for eight years and built houses and did some commercial work as well. So then one day, um, just decided I wanted to see what my degree would do for me and started selling foam for a company. Uh, it was my first packaging job was selling uh, EPS foam actually. And, and from there I went to work for a distributor. And, um, uh, after that, started this company. Nick Young is my business partner. He and I are uh, 50-50 owners, and he's also a packaging graduate from Clemson. And we started it together uh, back in 2012. We're 10 years old now.
0: Wow. that's well, congrats. I mean, first of all, and you have multiple facilities, it sounds like. We, we have two of our own. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how many employees?
1: Um, we're currently around 20, uh, full-time and then we have several flex temporary employees.
0: Okay. So I, I don't think that people quite realize, cause you know, I have people from companies that are all sorts of different sizes and because the packaging industry is trillion dollars, right? Like you, like you detailed, I mean, there, there's so much opportunity here, but I don't know that people fully appreciate how hard it is to start a company and then build a company to where you have 20 full-time employees. I mean, and you know, I'm obviously preaching to the choir here, but the, the fact that you and who is your business partner's name again, Nick Young, Nick. So you and former NBA basketball player, Nick Young, (laughs) no, uh, (laughs) you, you and Nick Young, um, to to start this and, and to think that every every day that you wake up that there are 20 people who expect a paycheck that are are getting their livelihood earning earning their paycheck right not expecting earning their paycheck because of something you started is incredible and so I don't want to skip over that uh, I have you know I've, I've had plenty of people on who have who have started companies with you know 20 50 100 thousands of people mm-hmm. but it, we we should we should just take a moment and i just want to say you know 10 years to be able to build that up i think it's incredible so uh congrats and kudos to you and your team i'm sure it hasn't been easy the last 10 years have had all sorts of various challenges um
1: it it certainly has and that's a that's a great point um it's it's not easy for the first uh i want to say for the first year and a half um we couldn't afford to pay anybody a paycheck. That's me nor Nick. Nick still had his Mm -hmm. full-time job. I was working odd jobs to pay my personal bills, um, for the first six months. And, um, then I took a job as a packaging engineer and, and grew the company on the side. But, uh, but yeah, it was like a year and a half, two years in or somewhere in that ballpark before, before we could pay me. Um, and then quite some time after that, before we could pay Nick. And I mean, especially for him because he had a very cush job, um, with Electrolux. Uh, he was their North American packaging engineer. Um, you know, he was making, he had to take a really big pay cut to come on board with the company full time. Prior to that, he moonlighted and, um, and yeah. And then our first hire, which is still, he's still with us today and doing very well with the company and for himself. But, uh, but that was a that was a difficult decision to make because you you nailed it on the head. I mean, these people depend on us and our leadership and what we've put together here for their livelihood and their families, and we had to bring him on board to begin with as a uh, as a subcontractor because we didn't want to promise him that we could pay him a yearly salary yet. We we just didn't feel confident we were there yet. But he did that for about six months, and he helped us land some business that. Um, that was able to get us over that threshold and and we brought him on. And since then we've, we've added several others and, and yeah, and the toughest decisions in the company, you know, businesses are usually like this and when it, when it goes down, which is for our company, thank goodness has only happened really one time. So, you know, we had to make some decisions and part ways with people based on the economics. and, And that is to this day, the most difficult thing that we ever had to do as business owners.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I it's can't, not I, easy, that's for sure. I can't imagine. Um, so like I've, I've never owned a business or ran a business where, um, that all of that responsibility was on me, like, as like the financial owner of the company with employees. So I, you know, I just, I think people think about it and they think like, oh, okay, I should go be a, a business owner someday. It's like, it's not, it's not, easy. There's not a lot of, especially early on, right? Like, yeah, you work for yourself, but you're, you know, in this case, you're working for your customers. And so you have a lot of different bosses Mm -hmm. on different timelines at different hours of the day. And then you got vendors and you've got, there's just all sorts of stuff that I'm sure that you've had to walk through over the last 10 years. But what I've realized is we haven't actually talked about what it is that you do. So you got a couple of packaging nerds from Clemson who get together and you're like, you know, whatever it was, 11, 12 years ago. And were you guys friends at Clemson? Yeah. We, knew we each met other?
1: in the packaging department. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you decide after all this time, you're kind of in your own, he's still in it. You're, you're out of it. I'm guessing there was some, had something, well, no, you'd come back in, in sales, but yeah. you know, and you're like, all right, let's, let's take a run at this um so number one what was that like and number two what what, are you still doing what you set out to do 10 some odd years ago
1: we we certainly are we um at that point in time the as far as what we knew and you know nick himself dealt with packaging distributors every day i mean he you know they had a big spend for packaging so he he had very good dealings with different distributors and he and i both agreed that the typical packaging distributor supplier or whatever was not very expert and a lot of the people who were selling packaging really didn't know a ton about packaging and so we just both agreed that there was a need for a more expert packaging supplier in the market and so that's what we set out to do and to this day we, we continue to um, to certainly be different in that regard I mean every sales rep we have is a has a degree in packaging science currently they're all from um clemson university we did have uh rit graduate uh, for a period of time but um but yeah we but certainly go like to our market.
0: If, if their football team can't beat clemson then they're out is that kind of what you're yeah saying?
1: yeah you got to be able to compete
0: to, so does rit to even more? have a football team i don't even know if they do Maybe you know do. i'm
1: not even sure uh, yeah that's a great question i don't think so
0: got I'm it not, got I'm it certain. Uh, well, that's cool. So every you, you were saying that everyone on your team, every salesperson, they, they all have, and it's a packaging distribution company primarily. Is that mm-hmm. is that what it is that you all do?
1: Yeah, that's how we pay the bills is we distribute the materials and uh, and uh, we make our money primarily through that. But we do a lot of different things. I mean, being engineers and packaging scientists and, and going to market as experts, I mean, we offer a lot of different things from, Design and engineering, I mean, we we will take care of the full-blown design and testing for people. You know, if they're not comfortable with doing it themselves or they don't have the capability, we will work with Clemson's lab to handle the entire, you know, packaging testing process, um, drop tests, whether it be ISTA or whatever. Um, we do contract packaging where we, we have went in with one of uh, – GE's brands, um, refrigerator, one of the refrigerator facilities redesigned all their packaging, um, helped, uh, implement the installation of a hood stretch machine and, and that whole nine. I mean, we've done a lot of different things. We also do, you know, kitting and fulfillment and on-site packaging and, you know, just pretty much any service that you could think of that, um, that is involved around packaging we we can certainly do it and we're that's still flexible awesome. being as small as we are we're, we're still very flexible that's also something that separates us at this point because most of our competitors are very large companies and being that we're still fairly small we we have that ability to mold around our customers so if we got a good opportunity with a customer then we can build the program around them and that, uh, you know, that is certainly a benefit for us and the customer.
0: Yeah. And are most of your customers kind of geographically situated around where you and your team are? Or do you have, do you have customers all around the, you know, the world, the country kind of what's your, what's your, uh, your ideal or your current sort of like ideal customer? What's that makeup look like?
1: Yeah. In terms of, revenue it's probably 75 25 75% of our customers um maybe a little less than that maybe a 60 40 uh the majority of them being local to our facilities in South Carolina but we sell all across the United States we uh, we don't do much internationally at this point but we we definitely cover the United States with uh with the accounts that we have and we have some major accounts we do business with a lot of you know the Top 20 biggest companies in the world. We have several of them that we do business with.
0: That's great. And and you kind of mentioned this, and I know that we were talking about that when before when we spoke about about how everybody is like it has a packaging degree. I would imagine that (coughs) excuse me. You show up, one of your reps shows up. And they're speaking with, are they usually speaking with like operations people, packaging engineers, and to be able to kind of talk like peer to peer rather than I'm a salesperson and I have a catalog and here you, you buy this stuff, right? And they're like, yeah. And then, okay, well I sell it. So here, here's all your pricing. And then it's like, fingers crossed, it's a little, I'm guessing it's a bit more of a nuanced conversation and maybe why you've been able to get in with some of these large, you know, these large brands that you're talking about is because you're able to bring value straight away.
1: Exactly. And that, that is actually the opposite of what we want them doing. We don't want them to say, Hey, I know you buy this. We sell this. Here's our, here's our price. I mean, that's, that's not what we're about. Um, we certainly do quote things that's just price related, but as far as who they work with, um, obviously they want to get in front of the decision maker or the person driving the decision, regardless if that's in purchasing or engineering or operations or, or whatever. And it differs between every, um, business, as you know,
0: the average Um, business to business sale right now has over eight decision makers involved. It is a complicated, it's a complicated sale, right? So, um, yeah, it's not just hey, I'm just going to go talk to the, you know, to somebody in procurement, who's certainly important. Shout out to all the procurement people. We love you. Uh <laughs> but there there are there are there are influencers and shareholders across an entire company. That's what makes packaging so amazing is that we get to touch marketing and compliance and operations and manufacturing and sales and all sorts of different places. So um, anyway, continue. So they're 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 reaching out to all sorts of different people and within a, within an organization.
1: Yeah, you know, often it's kind of like water. You take the path of least resistance. You talk to whoever you can get in front of, and then through those conversations, you you try to dig and dig until you get in front of the right people. But you know, we just ask them to go in and and just explain that we are a solutions provider primarily. I mean, whether your solution just means you you need a better supplier or whether, you know, the, the type of materials you're using are just not the most efficient or ideal, whatever it is, like we present ourselves as a solution provider uh, that specializes in packaging, um, mm-hmm. material handling. We do some material handling as well. But, but yeah, because most companies still do not have packaging engineers. The majority of them do not. And um, so the majority of our dealings are with people who don't really understand packaging. And so we we try to represent as like, look, let us take care of that heavy lifting and we'll be the experts for you on the packaging side. Just trust us. And, and you know, you have to gain that trust. And and uh, we certainly do that. I mean, we 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 spoil most of our customers and do way more for them than most anyone else would.
0: Yeah, my my friend and and really a mentor in my life is a guy named Rob Jepson. He hosts the Sales Leadership podcast, and he has a phrase where he says he said, "Add this to your vocabulary if you're in sales or in a service industry." Right? Uh, it's three words and then some, and I that really resonated with me. Just are you know do do what you're supposed to do and then some. You That's know, right. Go that go that little bit of extra mile, do add that a little bit of extra personal touch. And and I just I can I'm thinking through this as you're talking uh, that if if I'm if I'm a, a somebody who has to deal with packaging, nobody really wants to deal with packaging at the end of the day. Like we like it, but it's <laughs> it's annoying for most brands. I get it. Like I totally get it, right? No one's going to want to nerd out about the difference between global MDO and white BOPP label stock. Like, okay, I understand. Some people do, and I'm super down yeah. to, to do that. But, but honestly, it's like, they just want their stuff taken care of. And if you're able to even go in and have that background, have that engineering look you know, know all these different materials and save them from themselves. Sometimes it's like, I don't know if I'd go down this path, or let's actually run some testing over at Clemson. Let's do, you know, let's do this. Let's make sure that what it is that you're getting is going to work rather than just what you've been doing, or it's going to be better. And let me pull some experience that I have from over here and let me pull from this material supply over here and let's put, th- I, I would have to imagine that, well, you know, there's no easy sale, like our job is tough. It at least lowers the barrier of entry because you already can come in and really challenge and be that sort of trusted advisor with a lot of your clients.
1: Uh, sometimes, not not all the time. I mean, we still run into people who I just don't want to hear it, don't believe it, sure. whatever. I mean, you know, you run into those personalities a lot still, but when, when people are willing to listen and give us a chance, yeah, we, de- we definitely um, have, you know, I don't, I don't want to say perfected, but without, with lack of a better term uh, perfected the, uh, um, t- that process. I yeah. I should say. So if you yeah, are willing to sure. listen and give us a chance, yeah, it's, it's easier than it could be.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, well, Dwayne, I've, I'm happy to know you. I'm happy to be a small part of your journey. I'm happy to hear that you're safe so far. Your team is safe from the hurricane, uh, and 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 I'm so happy you you came on here on the podcast. If you wouldn't mind, let's let's do some let's do some uh, shameless self promotion. So, got a lot of packaging people, a lot of packaging engineers who are who are listening to this podcast, a lot of them in college still, who are getting their first job and internships and things like that. And they go, I you mean I can talk to a sale a packaging sales rep who is an engineer, like is somebody who's been down this, yes, sign me up. How do they get in touch with you? How would they how would they connect up with your company and and reach out? What's the best way for them to reach out?
1: Um, probably the easiest way is to go to our website um, <clears throat> that, uh, which is www.advancedpckg.com, and you know through that you can get phone numbers, email addresses, as well as learn more about some of the main things that we're involved in and what we can offer. Um, but anybody's welcome to uh, you know shoot us an uh, email at info at and just get straight to it
0: very good i'll make sure to add that into the show notes um and i'll try to get this episode out actually as we're talking about the you know kind of really current events i will try to get this episode out um pretty shortly after so so if you were interviewed and you're listening to this and you're like come on buddy like well, won't my episode come out it's like well you didn't have to deal with shuttering a facility <laughs> in the middle of a hurricane so yeah, you can yeah. Anyway, Dwayne, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, are you going to be at PAC Expo? Uh,
1: most likely, yes. Somebody will okay. be, but myself, most likely, yes.
0: Let's make sure that we connect up. That'd be great.
1: Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And the pleasure has been all mine. I appreciate Thanks. you giving me a chance.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Dwayne. All right. Thank you, Adam. Yep. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.